In today's show, we've got news about Epcot Festival of the Holidays being open, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance news, Disneyland After Dark events, meetup trivia, and oh so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Well, I have to talk about our show sponsors. Whether you're taking a family vacation, romantic getaway, destination, wedding, cruise, European vacation, whatever type of travel you want to go on, Destinations to Travel is your one-stop shop. They are your guide. They are your Sherpa to a dream vacation. Uh, you definitely want to make sure that you contact our friends over there because from now until January 20th, 2020, if you book a trip for travel between now and January 2020, just a few more weeks for travel anytime next year in 2020, you could win a four-piece Mickey Mouse luggage set by American Tourister which includes the wheeled upright, the duffel, the backpack, and the scent sack, which is Tony's favorite, the scent sack. Uh, once we confirm travel and booking with destinations to travel, you could win. Uh, so go to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel, that's Disney Parks Podcast slash the letter D, the number two, travel, Complete that form and let someone from Destinations to Travel contact you. Guys, I know a lot of you plan your own travel and stuff, and that's great. But if you want to save some time, some money, and some frustration, and definitely just in case something goes wrong, it's always better to have them. Uh, contact our friends over at Destinations to Travel and let them help you today. And you can win an amazing set of luggage. So, yeah, do that. And for today's show... Have to stay all the way to the end. And after we do the headline news, we're going to have one single trivia question for uh, an Epcot uh, ceramic uh, coffee mug. Oh, we're getting it with the mugs, are we? We're getting rid of the mugs. All right. Excellent. Sweet. Uh, so how's everything going, my friend? Other than now we've got crystal clear video. and <laughs> Yeah, it's going good. Uh, I've rebooted this computer several times. I don't know what the deal is, yeah. but I, I look good. You all ready uh, for Christmas? Oh, Lord have mercy. You no. ready for the monorail call Saturday? Uh, yes, I am. Right. And uh, that not only that, but we're celebrating uh, Sid's birthday. Mm -hmm. uh, it's on the 6th, but we're going to be celebrating it on the 7th. Uh, we've got friends coming down. We're going to go have lunch over at the Coral Reef. We're going to go see Whoopi Goldberg. Mm. And then we're going to come to the monorail crawl, so it's going to be a full day. I'm sure she'll inject her personal opinion in the Christmas story. Uh, I, I've heard she does very well, mm -hmm. but I would be shocked. Yeah, if let she me did. know how a coral reef is for lunch. I haven't been there for lunch in a while. Yeah, I keep getting mixed reviews. Yes, good, bad, indifferent. So be interested. Uh, we've been there a few times. It's always been good. So, you know. Yeah. But, you know, hey, I we say just order like, the fish. <laughs> we order it, then about five minutes later, see a hook fall down. <laughs> it's got to be fresh. It's got to be coming from the tank. 
Got me coming right out of that tank. <laughs> or, the, or, or the tilapia tank over at the land. <laughs> One of the two. Uh, all right. If we've got nothing else, I'm sorry. I should have asked you. Are you ready for Christmas? Yes, I'm ready. You were probably ready I'm, two months ago. I'm as ready as I can be. All right. Excellent. And you're traveling again this year. So we have, we have nice. Been, nice, uh, nice, nice, nice. Um, got to pack along, dogs, yeah. I think, this year. Have fun. A couple of sets. <laughs> yeah. Have them, have them all on. You can wear them inside out, outside in, front to back, back to front. I, I think my blood is actually thinned a little bit. That's not shocking. It's not yeah. shocking at all. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, if we're done with the uh, the chitty chatty, my friend, as sure. much as I love the chit chat, let's get into <sighs> the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. I couldn't find that button fast enough. (laughs) That's what she said. Uh, Epcot International Festival Holidays is happening, boys and girls. Merry and bright, day and night. Whoop, whoop, for the first time in forever. Wait, no, that's not right. Uh, The 2019 Epcot International Festival of the Arts, presented by Advent Health. Now we're getting sponsors. (laughs) And not a food sponsor, not a Christmas sponsor. Health. Well, if you're going to walk around and eat and drink like that, you're probably going to need a doctor. Probably going to need some insurance, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Epcot International Festival of the Arts presented by Advent Health shares an abundance of joy and festive holiday traditions with you and your family now through December 30th. Uh, and there's a fun new Future World Festival uh, edition this year, Living with the Land, Bright and Merry Lights. Uh, when the season sun, seasonal sun sets, you can embark on the classic Living with the Land boat cruise to the greenhouse, thriving with colorful fruit and veggies, and decorated with sparkling holiday light displays. Now, won't that interrupt their growing? I don't know. <laughs> Unless, of course, they're all heat lamp lights. <laughs> yes. Uh, the spirit of joy. <laughs> green, red, green, red, green, red. Mostly red, green, mostly red. Uh, the spirit of joy and seasonal lore infused at Epcot, where storytellers from countries around the world show place, show, showcase, I say that every time, share legends and traditions ranging from a musical tour of the Great White North with the Canadian holiday voyageurs to the Hanukkah storytellers' tales of diverse music and customs between Morocco and France. Uh, daily performances of Joyful, a celebration of the season, will share uplifting gospel, R&B, and holiday songs for Christmas in Kwanzaa, the show World Showcase Plaza stage. That's still there. The mm. World Showcase, no, the World Showcase Plaza stage, different stage. Uh, and the food. Holiday kitchens and circling World Showcase Promenade, you'll find potato dumpling with mushroom sauce from Germany, slow-roasted turkey and stuffing at the American Holiday Table, Canadian rice and ham soup with, from Yukon Holiday Kitchen. The offerings are vast and suited to many palates. Your sweet tooth will thank you as you embark on the holiday cookie stroll. Uh, I've sampled all of them. They're amazing. Uh, gingerbread or black and white cookie, anyone? I'll take five. Uh, then catch a performance of the beloved Candlelight Processional each evening with a celebrity narrator, 50-piece orchestra, and full choir. With a grand holiday breakfast, lunch, or dinner, you can book a Candlelight Processional table, service, dining package at select restaurants. 
which includes guaranteed seating for the same day candlelight performance. There's so much to see and do. You'll definitely want to come back time and time again. There's Epcot Scrolls. And each entertainment location, you'll discover one of 13 scrolls featuring fun new ideas for your own holiday traditions and tips to find nearby holiday photo ops. Uh, Voices of Liberty. You won't want to miss the beautiful acapella holiday music of the Dickens Carolers at the American Adventure Pavilion. The Greenlanding Family Fun Play Zone. No, Greenlanding Family Play Zone. You and your human family can explore this lush green spot with Wally and Eva. Uh, holiday markets is easy to celebrate the season with authentic gifts from special holiday markets from Mexico, Norway, Germany, Italy, France, and so much more. Uh, festive Epcot merchandise actions give Chippendale a showcase on mugs, jerseys, oh. ornaments, and the holiday cookie jar. Uh, the candlelight processions perform three times nightly at 5, 6.45, and 8.15. Guaranteed seating is available by booking a candlelight processional dining package at EpcotHolidays.com or by calling 407-WDW-FEST. Nice. It's nice. It's nice. I never nice. seem to spend enough time over there. I'm, well, I guess because I'm not here the whole month of December, so uh, I'm usually over at Jingle Bell, Jingle Bay <laughs> more than right. I am you know, strolling right. around Epcot. I never seem to get enough time out there. I should make a dedicated effort one year. Well, if you're going to do it, this is the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This uh, this is your year. This is the year? <laughs> yep, you've got the time. All right. <laughs> and Epcot's got the beer. Wait. <laughs> All right, have uh, you seen uh, Frozen 2 yet, John, or are you still... Uh... Nope, nope. I have not seen it yet. Uh, good for you. You're a smart man. <laughs> that bad, huh? <laughs> it, in my opinion, yes. It, it, like I said, it's not for us. They're I, not, they're not yeah. making this movie for yeah. us. No, no, they're not. Uh, Frozen 2 has the biggest global animated debut of all time. Wow. Walt Disney Animation Studio Frozen 2 has a record-breaking opening weekend, earning $358.4 million globally. This gives the film the number one Day and date global animated debut of all time. No. Domestically, Frozen 2 set a November animated record with 130.2 million, the biggest opening ever for Walt Disney Animation Studio, as well as for the animated film outside of summer. Frozen 2 domestically. Tally makes it the third highest animated debut of all time in the U.S. and significantly surpasses the 2013 debut of the first Frozen, which earned only $93 million domestically over a five-day Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Mm. So they crushed it. Crushed, crushed it. it. Crushed it. They made ice out of it. Uh, around the globe, Frozen 2 was number one everywhere it opened for an estimated total of $228.2 million from 37 material markets, uh, led by China, where it earned $53 million. $53 million? What, they show it in one theater? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was one guy I saw it a lot of times. <laughs> I mean, there's like 8 billion people in China. How do you they, get... They... they, they... They don't all have access to go see movies in China. Uh, I think Frozen 2, they must. 
the film had the third highest industry opening ever in Korea, the highest opening weekend ever for an animated film in France uh, and in the UK, the third highest opening weekend ever <laughs> animated title in China, and the highest opening weekend ever for a Disney animated Pixar film in Japan, China, Spain, and Germany. In addition, Shattering Box Office's Frozen 2 has also melted moviegoers' hearts. The Aww. film has a A cinema score and a 94% verified uh, audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Do you think this will get to the Avatar Titanic uh, levels? Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens this coming weekend because this mm -hmm. is the second weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the drop off is because mm -hmm. that always happens. The drop off, bum, yeah. Bum, bum. yeah. Uh, it's always interesting to see, especially. So we knew that the first day was going to be amazing. Everybody's like, "Oh, Frozen Two's coming out." Uh, but it's always it's always fascinating to watch what happens on the following weekend. Uh, Captain Marvel. Mm. Had a huge opening week, right? Uh, but then, as the the weeks progressed and it got into the second week, it started dropping off a bit. Mm. Uh, so, I've heard mixed reviews. Mm. Uh, your review was one of the ones that was not super positive. Yeah. Um, but I've heard other people that I don't know right. say that it wasn't a great it wasn't a great movie either. The music was great, but the story wasn't there. Mm. Uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, I eventually will see it, and then I'll be able to judge it on my own criteria. Yeah. I think the movie that's going to break the internet is not yet released, and will be so on December twentieth. <laughs> What's that? Star Wars? Yes. I, think, I don't know. I, I think that's going to crush the internet. I I don't I don't know. It's not crushing the internet like Endgame crushed it. I don't know. It's the last one. Thankfully. They need to do something different now. They need to go somewhere else. Okay. Uh, hey, last week, John, we had a trivia question. It was, uh, where did Walt Disney, the person, actually go to record the soundtrack for his first Mickey Mouse cartoon? <laughs> that would be New York City. That's correct. So it's interesting. He had to go all the way from like Burbank to New York to record the soundtrack. That's where all the sound equipment was. <laughs> okay. Uh, the winner is uh, Ryan. As we like to say, Ryan, it's in the mail. Well, technically, it's in an envelope sitting on my kitchen counter. It'll be in the mail tomorrow. Uh, what? This is this week's trivia question. Get your pen and paper out. I'm working on it. Working on it. Here we go. Yep. Here we this go. This may here be a little bit hard. Okay. What animated feature created by Walt Disney was inspired by him playing the lead role in his school play. Oh, I got this one. Now, they talk this about one. this in several books and uh, historical shorts and movies and mm -hmm. biographies. Uh, I think the American Experience talked about it. So I think if you have any recollection, John, you got your hand up? What do you, what do you think it is? Coco. Yes, very close, very close. You're saying it's not? <laughs> no, I'm saying it's not. Uh, if you think you know the uh, right answer, uh, send that to uh, at 
Disney Park. Uh, send that to Disney Parks Podcast if I can think on my feet today. Send it to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. So, what was uh, the school play? I thought you were asking me. No. Ask, I almost, almost <laughs> said the answer. Whoopsie. That's what happens when you're not paying attention. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we just got done recording the extra magic hour live for our patrons and our extra extra magic and then our brand new disney plus show the disney plus podcast somebody you know threw that name in the hat we liked it and we ran with it um and those are three shows that we do each week just for our patrons uh so if you love what we do here and would like to support what we do uh then go over to patreon.com slash disney parks podcast if you support us at the $5 a month level, you'll have access to the Extra Magic and the Extra Extra Magic Hour Show, as well as the live broadcast on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you go in at the $10 level, you not only get all that, plus you'll also get the Disney Plus podcast, which I think I'm having as much fun on that one as I do on all the shows that we do, because uh, I'm really fascinated by this Disney Plus streaming service. Uh, but... Uh, no matter what level you come in, we appreciate your support, and uh, we would love for you to uh, support us over there. On top of this live content, uh, on top of the con- extra content we do for you, we still have an amazing reward system uh, over there as well. We've we've got some really cool rewards at whatever level that you support us at. So go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Sign up today. Get access to those shows, and uh, you can start back. We're only like – what five weeks five. in at yeah. Disney Plus? So there you go. You can you can log in today, take a couple days and get caught up, and you'll be right there with us. And uh, we would uh, we would love to have you join us over there. So yeah, there's that. All right. Anything else? New. No. Sweet. All right. Let's look at Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. Will not be part of Extra Magic Hours or Hollywood Studios. And I just read something on Facebook in mm-hmm. between shows. It will not be a part of the uh, the extra tour. Oh, the VIP? The VIP tours. Really? So somebody out there was like, well, I'm going to book a VIP tour. Yes. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Star Wars Rise of Resistance, and then that that tour guy's got to look at you and go, "Yeah, I can't make that happen. Mm. For the price we're paying, you can't make that happen. Are you for reals right now?" Yeah. Well, that's what we did with our VIP tour. We went to yeah, went uh, to Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run. Yeah. Uh, Walt Disney World has confirmed, at least initially, that Star Wars Rise of the Resistance will not be included in the extra magic hours at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Extra Magic Hours offers access to a designated theme park an hour before or two hours after regular park hours at Walt Disney World Resort Hotel that Walt Disney World Resort Hotel guests and guests of other selected area hotels. Mm-hmm. The new attraction, which opens in three days as we're recording this, will be available only during regular business hours. The rest of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, including Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, will continue to be offered during extra magic hours. So all you people that booked your room as soon as the announcement was made, mm-hmm. thinking you were going to sneak into the park, 
Mm-hmm. Or stay in the park, the extra hour. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, Disney fixed your wagon, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Why? Why would you do that to... I don't know. I, I call it a silly, foolish move, Disney. And I'm sure they're going to hear about it. Yep. That's yeah. not good. Yeah, because if you booked your hotel room, like, right after they made the announcement at the expo, with the intention of hitting it on one of the extra magic hours, and now you're not, right? Uh, I'd be mad. I'd be yep. flaming. Yep, yep. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, several Disneyland After Dark events have been planned for uh, early 2020. Uh, the Disneyland Resort continuing their After Hours Disneyland After Dark series with four new events in early 2020. I like that theirs are themed, their After yeah. Dark events. No, that was not so much. Not so much. Not so much. Uh, the event requires a separate ticket, but uh, gives guests access to the park attractions and special entertainment after park close, usually with much fewer guests in the park. Uh, ticketed guests also receive unlimited PhotoPass digital downloads. So that's nice. They don't get the treats, I guess, like we get. We get treats. Yeah. All right, first up is 80s Night. This is January 29th at the Disneyland Park. You can stroll down memory lane during this throwback Bash packed with totally tubular fun. Bruh. <laughs> Look for a flashback uh, to Videopolis, the 80s dance party to take over Fantasyland. Futile. Along with throwback style encounters with classic Disney friends. Look for themed decor, food, beverages, merch, uh, uh, fireworks. Oh, the awesome after dark fireworks to the max will light up the sky. The party is from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m., but ticketed guests can enter as early as 6 p.m. Then, in February, you have the Sweethearts Night. This is February 12th and 13th, 2020, Disneyland Park. The happiest place on Earth will once again transform into the most romantic with an extra pinch of pixie dust. This returning, I think that's how uh, After Dark started, was a date night. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. Disneyland, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, this returning event features a Loving Sim themed dance parties, plus a glitzy royal ball. Take pictures with your favorite Disney couples, including Cinderella and Prince Charming, Aladdin and Jasmine, Mickey and Minnie, themed decor, food, bev, merch, plus a fireworks extravaganza will light up the night. The party is from 9 p.m. to 1 p.m., but once again, you can get in as early as 6 p.m. Then, in March, you have Pixar Night. This would be my baby. Mm-hmm. This will be at Disney's California Adventure. You can spend an ex- exciting night celebrating some of the world's best... Uh, I mean, you have to go over there because that's where all the Pixar stuff is anyway. Anyway, uh, <laughs> You can spend the night with the world's best-loved stories and characters from the Pixar Animation Studio. Enjoy three different Pixar-themed dance parties and meet your favorite characters. Themed decor, food, bed, merch. Uh, the party starts at 8 p.m. and only goes till 12 a.m. And ticketed guests can enter as early as 5 p.m. Last wow. but not least, they uh, moved the Villains Night over to uh, April 30th. And this is at Disney's California Adventure. We used to have Villains Nights. We don't have that anymore for some reason. No. 
you can unleash your inner villain at a del- deliciously sinister soiree bursting with Disney's most mischievous misfits. Now, why would you call them misfits? Well, you know, got to do what you got to do. Hashtag, that's bad, Disney. Uh, the new villains at Cabaret will include a cast of Disney's villains singing and dancing uh, their way through a uh, through a review. Look for themed dance parties throughout the park and chances to meet more Disney villains and their henchmen. Themed decor, food, bed, merch uh, will be available. The party starts at 9, goes to 1, you get in at 6. Uh, tickets uh, for each of these events are only $109 per person and do not include parking. I don't get that. <laughs> Tickets for the event will go on sale December 3rd, which is tomorrow if you're listening. Uh, annual pass holders and uh, annual for annual pass holders and December 4th for everybody else. So everybody else won't get one because all the pass holders will buy them and they'll all be sold out. All right. Uh, while some costumes are allowed, ticket guests should refer to Disneyland's special event costuming guidelines. And restrictions so hmm. that you don't nope. get nope. tossed. That's right. You spent the money and you want to get inside yeah. the gates. Yeah, you don't want to get scared and go, uh-uh. Uh-uh. You can't come in here looking like Dr. Facilier. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got a joke, but I can't okay. use it. Anyway, Disneyland confirms updates coming to Snow White Scary Adventures. Uh, the Disneyland Resort has confirmed that Snow White Scary Adventures, a classic Fantasyland dark ride, and Disneyland Park will be getting some new magic inside and out in 2020. According to the uh, Disney blog, Imagineers will be um, reimagining how the classic fairy tale is told with some familiar elements and some all-new scenes, both with enhanced story details. Uh, new scenes include Snow White. Whoop, new scenes include Snow White in the forest as she wakes up from her deep sleep and a new ending that has Snow White reunited with her animal friends with a shimmering castle in the distance. Uh, Look for state-of-the-art audio and visual technology, including new music, updated LED black lighting, laser projections, laser projections, and the new animation system. Hmm. Hmm, Nice. The exterior will be updated as well with new details to match the recent updates to Sleeping Beauty Castle. Uh, work on Snow White's scary adventure uh, will begin after one final trip through the forest on January 6th, 2020. I'm kind of missing hours now. I've been missing <laughs> ours for a while. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I like that attraction for whatever reason. But LED black lights, that's going to be pretty spectacular. Bright. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be, be bright. Pretty, yeah. Powerful. Yeah. Got a white shirt on. You're going to stick out like a glow stick. Well, the worst part about being in a blacklight room in Florida is when you start sweating through your shorts. (laughs) The sweat stains. It's awful. (laughs) That is a horrible experience. (laughs) I looked down once. I was like, oh, God, I can't look down again. Oh, gosh. Uh, hey, uh, come join us for our final meetup of 2019. We're going out with a bang. We're doing for our- the last time I'm in December. December. <laughs> uh, we're going to do our annual Christmas crawl starting at the Outer Rim at 7 p.m. at the Contemporary Resort on the fourth floor. We're going to go then to the Poly and then go to the Grand Flow. 
So uh, we're going to start there uh, and then end up there. And then if we have time, which I don't think we will, maybe we'll see how we can get everybody over to the Wildy, Wildy Lodge for we'll the see. log cabin. We'll see uh, what time that usually winds up. So, All right. Uh, sp we need like a space 2020. Sorry. Yeah. I can't reach it. I should move that over here. It's the story of my life. <laughs> uh, Space 2020 will serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Coming in, <laughs> coming in early. <laughs> 2020. Um, I think most places, most restaurants that they're going to put in Future World are going to be doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't think yeah. they're just going to do one or the other anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a brand new Epcot guide map was released uh, last week. On that map uh, was the opening of Space 2020, the new space-themed restaurant coming to Epcot's Future World East uh, has been delayed to early 2020. Mm. Uh, and we also know this because I think somebody uh, posted a Pantina um, job board. Uh, when yeah. 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 When it was announced uh, that the restaurant uh, was being built between Mission Space and Test Track, the opening uh, time was slated for winter of 2019. Uh, which, depending on uh, which, depending on how early in 2020 the opening is, still could be considered winter. Yeah, but it's not going to be considered 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how a calendar works. <laughs> Additionally, uh, we're unsure what meals were being served there, but now we have confirmation that it will be breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So stay tuned as we get more info on that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, the one event that a lot of people are looking forward to is Destination D. Oh, yeah. Uh, so D23, the official Disney fan club, announces the 2020 events, including Destination D. That's what we're all looking forward to. Uh, so, uh, Destination D, Fantastic Worlds. Mm -hmm. Returning to Walt Disney World next November, so November of 2020, on November 20th through the 22nd, Destination D will honor Disney's many magical places, from the extraordinary to the fantastical. In addition, the Walt Disney Archives, which turns 50 uh, next year, is creating an all-new exhibit that will include 50 iconic treasures. 50. Uh, representing the 50 years of the archives. In Walt Disney, Imagination, uh, blah, 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 a Walt Disney Imagineering store, Mickey's of Glendale will once again open a pop-up shop featuring exclusive items just for the weekend. Additional details, including special hotel rates and ticketing information, will be announced in late spring. I may have to bite the bullet and go to this one. Mm. I may have to. All right. Uh, D23 celebrates 50 years of the Walt Disney Archives. In addition to the new exhibit coming to Destination D, D23 members will be invited to a special grand opening preview of Inside the Walt Disney Archives, 50 Years of Preserving the Magic at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana, California. On September, uh, excuse me, Saturday, March 4th, sorry, of 2020, plus on June 22nd, the actual anniversary of the founding of the archives, D23 will hold a special birthday party at the Bowers Museum. And next year, D23 will offer two exclusive 
D23 behind-the-scenes experiences, a day at the studio lot for an exciting look behind the incredible work that goes on every day at the Walt Disney Archives. Well, uh, Walt's Marceline. Uh, Walt frequently cited this charming Missouri town where he spent his early childhood as one of his greatest influences. In fact, its lovely main thoroughfare was the inspiration for Disney's Main Street USA. D23 members will have a chance to explore the Walt Disney Hometown Museum, say hi to our friend, mm-hmm. uh, enjoy local treats, and mingle with special Kate. guests. Or Kate and yeah. mingle with special guests during the full day event. I'm sure Marceline has no idea what's about to hit them. Screenings on the Walt Disney Studio lot at Walt Disney World Resort and on the road. This has me excited. Nice. Uh, for years, D23 members have enjoyed private screenings of beloved classics on the Walt Disney Studios lot and at Disney Springs with special guests and exclusive gifts. This year, for the first time in forever, D23 is taking the show and the movies on the road bringing the joy of Disney films to members in select cities around the country. Next year, D23 will more than double the number of its magical screenings, celebrating the milestone anniversary of such films as (coughs) The Three Caballeros, A Goofy Movie, (laughs) Pocahontas, (laughs) The Emperor's New Groove, and The Aristocats. Nice. Hopefully it's not the one version that has the adult scenes in the anyway the official walt disney studios tour presented by d23 uh in 2019 the first ever d23 hosted monthly gold member exclusive tours uh, at the historic studio lot and in 2020 due to overwhelming demand d23 is adding additional tours offering them more often so more guests can take a look inside the walt disney archives and see walt disney's office Sweet. <laughs> These tours offer fans a unique perspective on historic moments from Disney film, television, and theme parks. If I was in Walt's office suite, you would have to pry me out of there over my dead cold body. <laughs> the likelihood of me leaving that would probably be slim to none. Yeah. Security. You're- you're probably not the first person to say that. <laughs> Security. <laughs> really, I don't. I don't think I would leave. I think I would cry in there. I would cry like a schoolgirl. I would be crying my eyes out. And mm. and when that when they say it's time to leave, I would probably go, okay. Yeah. You'd be like latching on to stuff till you get tased. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, the Destination D event may be interesting this year because I think this is where they're going to break how they're going to roll out the 50th uh, anniversary as well. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's why there was no mention of the, anything for the 50th at the Expo because think, we think they're going to do it at this event, being that it's here in Florida and it'll be just in time. And yeah, be perfect timing. Yeah, I think so. All right, we have uh, more details. I still have you been here yet to Jacques? 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 Not for the holidays, yeah. Not yet. All right, so we have more details on Jacques Lindsay's holiday bar uh, coming to Disney Springs. Uh, Jacques Lindsay's ho- ho- 
if I could talk, Jacques Lindsay's hangar bar is gearing up for a holiday transformation into the Jacques Lindsay Holiday Bar, which is set to debut, uh, actually debuted on November 29th at the popular watering hole at Disney Springs. Uh, Jacques Lindsay's has caught the holiday spirit in a big way this year and has decided to throw a party uh, to all his adventurer friends, new and old. Yay. So here is some of the limited time menu included for everyone. You have the Drummer Boy Braised Lamb Truffle. That's mushroom and manchango cheese or arachini, uh, herb, chiffon, chimichurri, if I can. There you go. Chimichurri, chili peppers, coulee, and a micro arugula. Then you have your holiday capri wreath. This is ripe vine tomatoes, heirloom cherry tomatoes, fresh mozzarella, uh, basil, and balsamic glaze. <laughs> Next up is your C9 lighted deviled eggs. These are uh, colored eggs with shrimp and topico. 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 Caviar. Uh, then you have a. Uh, then you have an ugly sweater bread. This is cinnamon. <laughs> Cinnamon schmear brioche and eggnog icing adorned with holiday uh, light decorations. Nice. Then you have the Jingle Bell Pops. Uh, three dark truffled crushed peppermint and peppermint syrup dipped in dark chocolate. Excellent. Excellent. My uh, wife will love those. And if those tasty looking desserts aren't enough, the Disney Parks blog also suggests... Following Disney Springs on social media, uh, and there's a secret dessert menu that will be. Hmm. Oh yeah. Code word Indiana Jones. I don't know what. It is. <laughs> Code word Indiana Jones. Uh, it, that's, that's what it should be. So it should be something that ties it back there. Anyway. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, in addition to the holiday foods, there are also festival drinks. You have Cinnabels, which is Knob Creek Fireball. Frangelica, cinnamon, simple syrup, creamer garnish with a gold rim, with a gold sugar rim. Mm. Then you have Santa Hat Mojito, uh, Bacardi, Grenadine, mint leaves, simple syrup, lemon lime foam, garnish with candy canes. The White Christmas Margarita, which is Rumchetta, Malibu, mm. uh, Sazu. Is that how you say that? Salsa tequila. Salsa tequila, lime, and a white cranberry juices garnished with whole cranberries and a green sugar rim. And then you have Jacques Holiday Nog. This is Tito's handmade vodka, frangetica, uh, rumchetta, vanilla creamer garnished with a red sugar rim. That's got me written all over it. And this goes all the way till January 5th. Sweet. Yeah. Googly moogly. Yeah. Uh, there are just not enough meet and greet locations. You know, once Disney stopped so. doing the, once they started doing the walk, stopped doing the walk arounds, those meet and greet locations, just never enough. Uh, so there's two new meet and greet locations under construction at the Imagination Pavilion at Epcot. Uh, first off is Mickey Mouse meet and greet. Uh, there's a new Mickey Mouse meet and greet coming uh, to the queue of the Pixar Short Film Festival. Uh, section of the Imagination Pavilion. This one is really easy to find, the construction site, uh, as it was described by Disney to be just inside the entrance. Hmm. And if you've ever been there, 
one way in, one way out. That's right. <laughs> uh, Mickey's imagination has led to a career in the movies for 90 years and counting, featuring roles in dozens of short films such as Get a Horse, which you can enjoy as part of the festival. Nice little side plug there. Mm-hmm. And the second one is a mystery meet and greet. <laughs> you walk in and it's somewhere. If you can find it, you can get a photo. If you don't, no, I'm kidding. The second area takes place in the Imagine, Imagine Works, excuse me, Image Works section of the Imagination Pavilion. Uh, and just is just a bit more mysterious. Disney hasn't announced any character additions to the Imagination Pavilion, but we can use the process of elimination to try to figure out who the new neighbors uh, who will be figure out who will be new neighbors with Ralph and Vanellope? Back when the temporary character spot was announced, and Open Disney also announced that these characters would be moving out eventually, with Mickey heading into the Imagination Pavilion as explored uh, in the other blog posts. Minnie heading out of World Showplace Gazebo. Goofy plans on venturing out into the park uh, when they are evicted for their temporary location. When demolition comes to innovations, wet innoventions west, but those characters accounted for. That leaves joy and sadness, and Baymax is the only characters in a building slated for demolition. Of those characters, it's most likely that Joy would be in the on the move to the new character location under construction. That said, it looks to be quite a light meet and greet when it's compared to the quite impressively themed Ralph and Vanellope meet and greet nearby. Uh, yeah. I th- yeah. I th- I think it's gonna probably be inside out. That would be a good place for them, I would think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like mean greets. Yeah. I I wish that there were more of them, and I wish that more characters would walk around. Yeah. Well, we can't say that enough. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, there's been some information leaked about the Primo Piatta, uh, which is the quick service place over at Riviera, which is opening up December 16th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, as of, yeah, as of December 16th, grand opening at Disney Riviera, Riviera Resort draws near. Let's take a look at some of the lunch and dinner. And I have a feeling this is going to serve breakfast eventually. Uh, oh, Yeah. So- you, can, you can't have a quick service without breakfast. I mean, that, everybody's no. heading out. Right. Yeah. Grab and go. Yep. Uh, so let's talk about the dinner specialties. These are for dinner hours only. First up is the grilled hanger steak at $17.99, which is a medium uh, grilled steak with a red wine sauce, balsamic syrup served with mascarpone mashed potatoes, and buttered carrots. This item does contain blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Next up, you have the roasted half chicken at $15.99, served with guillere, macaroni, and cheese, and grilled asparagus. Then you have the crispy chicken breast cutlet, $14.99, fire, uh, fried hand-battered chicken over saffron risotto, topped with extra virgin olive oil, tossed nice. with arugula, and shaved parmesan cheese. They also have some hearth-baked pizzas, uh, the marguerite, which is the fresh artist hearth-baked pizza topped with tomato sauce, heirloom tomatoes, fresh mozzarella, and grated Romano finished with a drizzle of extra virgin olive oil and fresh cut basil or basil. 
then you have the sausage and pepperoni pizza, eleven ninety nine, which is the fresh artisan hearth baked pizza, topped with tomato sauce, Italian sausage, pepperoni, provolone, and grated Romano. Then you have the hot sandwiches, as my grandmother would tell me. Sandwiches. Sandwich. You have the bacon cheddar burger for fourteen forty nine, which is a uh, quarter pound grilled signature blend burger with brisket and chuck topped with bacon, aged a cheddar. Uh, shredded lettuce, tomatoes, uh, garlic, mayonnaise on a toasted brioche served with a choice of side. You have the croquette monceau for twelve ninety nine, classic French ham and Swiss served with a choice of side, and the grilled chicken marinated balsamic for twelve forty nine, which is balsamic marinated grilled chicken with sun dried tomato relish, spinach artichoke spread, and a mozzarella on uh, with mozzarella. And it's served on a toasted focaccia, served mm. with your choice aside. I'm hungry now. <laughs> I, I, I may, I may go there on the 16th and just have some of these sandwiches. Yeah, no kidding. Then you sandwiches. Have, yeah, sandwiches. Uh, you have some cold uh, sammies. Uh, this is the spiced Italian sandwich, 10.49. This is the sliced capricola, <laughs> salami, nice. ham, provolone, uh, vegetable, gardenia, a gardenier. Sorry. Uh, garlic mayonnaise served with a choice of side. This is the one that I don't. It's like what what doesn't fit on this menu, and this is the item I think doesn't fit for some weird reason. You have harissa spiced chicken salad on a pita, uh, nine forty nine. Uh, diced chicken mixed with apples and almonds served with yogurt. Harissa on a pita finished with a fresh sliced cucumber tomato served with a choice of side. That doesn't. Speak Riviera like European Riviera, like everything else on the menu, right? Huh? Uh, it's different. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's Spanish, right? Uh, Harissa chicken is Spanish. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, then you have uh, the last uh, cold Sammy is a tomato a mozzarella whole wheat wrap uh, filled with sliced uh, tomatoes mozzarella. Fresh greens, pesto, balsamic glaze served with a choice of side. Then when you get into the dinner entrees, you have a shrimp pasta for $15.99, which is linguine tossed with sautéed shrimp, fennel, capers, uh, roasted garlic, or white wine, lemon butter, finished with parsley. Then you have your grilled vegetable skewers for $12.99, which is for your vegetarians. <laughs> Eggplant, zucchini, red onion, portobello, mushroom, uh, skewer with a cucumber and tomato, a bulgur salad served with a warm pita and a cucumber yogurt. You have some salads, uh, tuna, tuna nokis, no, no. You have a tuna salad. <laughs> tuna salad. <laughs> tuna Greek salad. salad. Greek salad and a fresh mozzarella tomato salad. There you go. This show's got to end sometime. Yeah. Plant-based, you get a cup of dirt. Oh, <laughs> it kind of looks like uh, the plant that uh, Wally finds. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, there's uh, some kids meals uh, and on and on and on. So it, it sounds like it's a pretty good menu. It's a lot of what I would consider kind of leaning more towards the Italian Riviera, yeah. except for the Coquette Mosul, you know, which is a little on the French side. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to this place opening up. It'll be it'll be fun to just walk around because I, 
Mm. I've seen the inside of the uh, of the Grand Destino, and it's gorgeous. Yeah. And I think this will rival it. Uh, so I'm looking forward to sampling some food as well. I hear the uh, Christmas decorations are pretty nice over there, Grand Destino. Yeah. I've been over there. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them. They're amazing. Yeah. Uh, brighten up your holiday attire with these new light-up Christmas sweaters. Yay. Uh, are you looking for the perfect Christmas sweater to wear on Christmas Day or your next holiday party? Well, Disney's got you set up because they've just released some brand new ugly sweaters. Yes. And and, and uh, they light up. Yay. Mm. Uh, this new Disney merchandise is perfect for showing off both your love for the holiday season and Mickey Mouse. Uh, first up is the red light up Christmas sweater. First holiday sweater design screams Christmas. Knotted sweater shows off the classic Christmas red and has iconic holiday designs located throughout from Snoopy <laughs> wearing classic Mickey ear hats to Mickey and Minnie and Christmas Reese. New Disney holiday merchandise pieces, the perfect mix of holidays and Disney. The holiday knitted sweater, and what makes it even better is the knitted sweater lights up. Mm -hmm. the, um, uh, the knitted holiday sweater will glow with magic as you brighten up and spread the holiday cheer. The uh, price tag for these is a little steep. The uh, knitted sweater has been spotted at Disneyland Resort and costs $64.99. Yikes. The black light-up Christmas sweater. Uh, that's weird. I've never seen one of those before in my neighborhood. Street sweeper. Uh, the black light-up Christmas sweater. The other new Disney holiday uh, piece uh, is pretty similar to the first knitted sweater, except the main color is slick black rather than bright red. The black holiday sweater features a print of Mickey and a Santa hat, snowman and Mickey ears, candy canes, castles, Mickey and Minnie, Christmas wreaths, and so much more. The knotted sweater is spotted in Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World, and that one costs $64.99. If you can't wait to, dis uh, to Christmas to show off your new knotted, not knitted light-up sweaters, sorry, I keep saying knotted, I should say knitted, Light up sweaters. You can show it off at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party happening at Walt Disney World and whatever their Christmas show is over at Disneyland. <laughs> they're cute. I, I saw pictures of them, but they're a little on the pricey side for 60, 40, 60. 60 65 bucks for a sweater? Yeah. There was, I don't know. There's a, 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 a sweatshirt company that uh, you would take your iPhone. Mm -hmm. And put it in like there was a special app you got, and it yeah. would fit. And then you would make like a fireplace or light up a Christmas. Tree. I I don't. Know. I they don't think those were sixty four ninety nine. With the Tony Stark thing too. Yeah, you can do it with the Tony Stark thing too. Yeah. All right. Uh, happening over at uh, Tokyo, they're having something called the Happy Fifteen Entry. Uh, Hello. Hotel Park. <laughs> hotel Perk Park Access Change is coming to. Uh, Tokyo Disney for June 1st, 2020. Uh, at Tokyo Disney Resort, uh, they have a more limited version of Extra Magic Hours uh, than Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Uh, our version, well, their version, called the Happy 15 Entry, allows entry 15 minutes. <laughs> That's a good running start. <laughs> you could get in line before anybody else. <laughs> How far in the park could you get in 15 minutes? I don't know. 
15 minutes ahead of park open or general admission. To those staying at Disney hotels, when you enter, you can experience two headliner attractions and some shopping options ahead of everyone else. For 15 and, minutes. Yeah, for 15 minutes. And trust me, it can be a huge leg up, but some policy changes are coming to the Happy 15 entry program in 2020. Currently, guests staying at all four Disney hotels in Tokyo, obviously, are able to take advantage of Happy 15 entry at both theme parks after their first night. After their first night. So you have to stay one night and then you can do the thing. Additionally, a guest staying at Hotel Maracosta and the Disney Ambassador Hotel can enter Tokyo Disney Sea on their check in day. Sounds nice, right? Well, some things Uh-oh. are changing June 1st, 2020. From June 1st, 2020, guests at the Hotel Miracosta will no longer be able to enter Tokyo Disney Sea on their check-in day. Uh, the benefit will remain in place for the Disney Ambassador Hotel guests. However, additionally, guests at the Tokyo Disney Celebration Hotel will no longer be able to use their Happy 15 entry at the Tokyo Disney Seas at all. Happy 15 entry will only be available at Tokyo Disneyland. Keep in mind, guests are given 15 minutes, which allows you to experience one of two attractions. If you're lucky. Yeah. And I've heard, I don't know. I've heard for things like the parade and, and some of the shows, it's a lottery. Wow. Like, it, it, you can't get a fast pass. They won't let you in line. It's literally a lottery. And that's how you get to see it. Wow. That doesn't sound well, like doesn't, fun. Uh, doesn't Disneyland, uh, Tokyo Disney Sea, only has like a handful of attractions anyway, right? I don't know. I don't know what the total count is. Nah, I'll oh well. take a look. Uh, Disney's expanding its Christmas religious services for 2019. Uh, Disney's just announced they will be expanding their religious services happening at Disney's Contemporary Resort. New this year, Contemporary Resort will host religious services on both Christmas Eve and Christmas Day in the Fantasia Ballroom at the following times. For Christmas Eve, only Catholic Mass happening at 9 p.m. On Christmas Day, a Protestant service uh, at 9.15 and a Catholic Mass at 10.30. Parking restrictions will be in place at... <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Parking restrictions will be in place at Disney's Contemporary or Contemporary Resort. Guests staying at Magic Kingdom Area Resorts are encouraged to use the monorail watercraft uh, or watercraft for transportation guests not able to use the monorail are encouraged to use the shuttle bus available at the magic kingdom shuttle service on december 24th begins at 8 p.m and begins at 8 a.m on december 25th minivan service will also be available per normal yay uh as a reminder guests should allow extra travel time using walt disney world transportation as they will go through back check and metal detection screening processes at the TTC and monorail stations at the Magic Kingdom area resorts. Guys, Uber yeah. or Lyft. Right. Well, that's why the monorail crawl for us uh, takes extra time now is because every time we leave the hotel, we got to go through a security checkpoint. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I think they should wristband you if you're going to do that. You know, I don't know. Anyway. Well, yeah. All right, here are 20 facts that you will not hear anywhere else, hopefully, okay. <laughs> uh, about the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance at Galaxy's Edge. 
So uh, it's a new theme park experience unlike anything you've ever seen before. And it's set to open this uh, week. So here are 20 facts you may not know about this uh, upcoming attraction. Ready? Mm-hmm. Go. Number one, according to Disney, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance is one of the longest Disney attraction experiences ever. And that's not counting the line. Or Pandora's line. <laughs> yes. Number two. This attraction is set shortly after the Battle of Crate from Star Wars The Last Jedi in the official canon timeline. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Number three. In the ride's pre-show... Guests will see Ray appear via a hollow transmission alongside BB-8 as they are welcomed into the Resistance as recruits. Now, that should be interesting. That's kind of like a Leo R2-D2 kind of thing. That should be yeah. interesting. I'd like to mm-hmm. see how they can do that. Uh, when you board a nearby inter-system transport ship in ITS, you'll feel as though you're, li- you're lifting... Off Batu and blasting into space. Mm. Interesting. Number five, Poe will be your escort on this mission, flying in his signature black X-wing starfighter, Black One. Did you know that? I didn't know that's what he called it. I didn't know that either. Number six. Poe's X-Wing is just one of the many vehicles from the Star Wars universe that appears in the attraction. Oh, my God. They're counting every little thing. Yes. Number seven. The attraction will feature massive set pieces, including a hangar bay filled with 50 stormtroopers and docked TIE fighters. Mm. Number eight. At one point in the attraction, guests will dodge blaster bolts from stormtroopers and giant at at walkers. Well, if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. Throughout your escape, Kylo Ren will use the force to attempt to pry information from your minds about the location of General Ornega's secret base. I'm just going to leave my mind outside. <laughs> Organa. Yeah, General Organa. Okay. Number 10. Disney has said that guests will feel Kylo's power as he hunts you down for information. How, you ask? You'll just have to wait and see. Is that going to be like the marching ants from his stuff to be a bug? Because I'm out if that's the... (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) I'm about. (laughs) No thanks, Kylo. (laughs) Number 11. Actors from the sequel trilogy will reprise their roles in new scenes for the attraction, including Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Biega, uh, Oscar Isaac, and who's that? Domhnall Gleeson. Domhnall Gleeson. All right. Number 12. Many of the acting scenes for this ride were filmed at the same time as Star Wars The Last Jedi and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. What a shock. Yeah. Well, if you're going to kill one bird, you might as well kill two. Well, it's going to be on a green screen. Who wants an extra $150,000 for 10 minutes worth of work? Come on over, Daisy Ridley. (laughs) Number 13. This attraction will include a new character, Lieutenant Beak, a Mon 
calamari. What is he, a squid? You remember that? Yeah, pretty much. You remember the, the general is like, it's a trap. Oh. He's a Mon Calamari. Uh, okay, and he will guide recruits on their journey. <laughs> Great. Number 14, Disney cast. I hope, I, hope he, oh, 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 I hope he doesn't ink himself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Number 14, Disney cast members will become members of the First Order or Resistance throughout the attraction uh, to further immerse guests in the experience. So it's going to kind of be like the great movie ride. You know, the cast members are going to be part of the show. But do they turn into uh, skeletons when they touch the stone? <laughs> <laughs> One minute they're driving, the next minute they're in the resistance. One minute they're this, the next minute they're this. <laughs> Number 15, Disney's A1000. Audio animatronics will appear throughout the attraction featuring dynamic, lifelike movements. And we've seen that already with uh, Hondo. Hondo? Yeah. Number 16, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance will combine multiple ride systems to tell uh, their new story to guests. In one sequence, a simulator will give guests the feeling of falling from space and crash landing on Batuu. Oh, whoopsie. <laughs> God, oh God, please don't let it be like Tower of Terror. <laughs> oh, Number 17, the trackless ride vehicles in the... Rise of the Resistance, called the First Order Fleet Transporters, are some of the most advanced ever used on a Disney attraction. The vehicles have sleek looks and low profiles and able to move in all directions. And break down at the drop of a hat. Well, if they're using that cheap China metal, yes. Uh, number 18. Guests can take home their own miniaturized version of the First Order short-range evacuation vehicles, another ride system featured on the attraction, thanks to a new playset that will be offered at the First Order Cargo. The toy features uh, details, lights, and sounds from the attractions bringing it to life. Now, I bought... Remember when Star Tours opened? They had the set of Star Tour vehicles. Mm -hmm. I recently sold that for $150 on eBay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good yeah. for you. So you may want to snatch one of these up, put it aside, you know, and then you can toss it up on eBay when they're all gone. There you go. Number 19. To fully uh, realize the unique story, Imagine has created thousands of special effects, including slashing lightsabers, blaster bolts, exploding walls, and massive star fields. And number 20. Yeah, whoop, whoop, whoop. Disney has said that Rise of the Resistance throws out the rule book for traditional attraction design, blending together queue, pre-show, and ride into one seamless experience. So you're going to ride a little ride, you're going to wait for an hour, and then you're going to ride a little ride, and then wait for an hour, and then ride for a ride, and then wait another hour, <laughs> and then they'll let you walk out. Forty minutes later, you're looking for a bathroom. That's right. Uh, in other good Disney news, uh, they've confirmed an opening date for the Tron Light Cycle Run. Boop, boop. One of the most anticipated new attractions coming to Walt Disney World that isn't named Star or Wars uh, is the Tron Roller Coaster, which will now be named the Tron Light Cycle Slash Run at Dis Walt Disney World. So is it called Tron Light Cycle Run at Walt Disney World? 
Yes. Or is it Tron Light Cycle Run? Well, the other one was Tron Light a Light Tron uh, Power Cycle Run at Tokyo. Oh. So they took the Power Cycle out, and it's just Tron Light Cycle oh. Run. Yeah, if I had kept reading, yeah. it would have said this attraction will be an almost exact clone of the Tron Light Cycle Power Cycle Run. Uh, the hit uh, attraction at Shanghai Disneyland allows guests to board a train of two-wheeled light cycles and go on a high-speed adventure through Tron's high-tech universe. Uh, that was officially announced in 2017, and fans have been eagerly awaiting more information since then as construction has progressed. Uh, and though we already know a lot about the upcoming attraction, thanks to its predecessor, Disney provided some additional details about the progress on this attraction uh, that include a major milestone in confirming of an opening target for this upcoming ride. Disney revealed via their blog that earlier this month, or November, that is, the final piece of the attraction's ride track has officially been installed. And though it's definitely a huge milestone for Tron Light Cycle Run, this attraction is a long way from being ready for prime time. Uh, but Tron's Light Cycle Run is set to open at Magic Kingdom in time for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary in 2021. Oh, excited. Yeah. Sounds I thought like... this was going to be inside. All uh, inside, but it looks like it's going to be inside outside. USA? I think there's going to be a little portion of it that's outside, but I can't imagine them running this thing. Well, it's, got, it's going to be like a Yeti ride. Mm. It's inside, outside. Mm. Yeah. Woe be to you in the rain, buddy. Woo, girl. Right. All right, kids. How about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. Alrighty. First up, uh, the Grapefruit Garage at Disney Springs is no longer used for rideshare pickup or drop-off. It's either the uh, old Marketplace bus loop or the uh, Strawberry Lot. Yep. Over over by the Strawberry, behind Cirque du Soleil, I should say. Right. Those are the only two places now. Uh, Frozen After After Playlist is available on Apple Music and Play Disney Parks app. So if you need to get a little Frozen Ever After. And, Yay! And I believe it includes the songs from Frozen 2, if you got a hunkering clothes as well. Even, even better. Yeah. Uh, let me just toast about that. Uh, Merry Passholder exclusive photo ops begin November 28th at Walt Disney World. I'm not sure what that is. Or how you do it. <laughs> I don't know. I think that for pass holders, there's the ability to do these special photo pass things. Mm -hmm. But they didn't tell us where on the website or what characters or, or anything. It just said it begin on November 29th. And that was it. They just dropped the mic and walked away. Yep. Uh, Disney ref, uh, prepares to refurbish Liberty Square Market seating area uh, for its reopening. They have the tables, the umbrellas, the chairs are out. I think I'm kind of glad they're putting that seating area there. I think it's a perfect place. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Google is now offering free Disney Plus streaming service with the purchase of a new Chromebook. You get Disney Plus. 
you get Disney Plus. Everybody gets Disney Plus. <laughs> you can you'll, <laughs> you'll buy any device that can stream, and Disney will give it to you for free. That's right. That's now I wonder, works. is that free for life? Is that free for a year? Is that free for a weekend? What guys? What's the length? It's like a drug deal. The first taste is free, but the second <laughs> one is going to cost you. It's very simple. Oh, gosh. Uh, Gingerbread Bernays have returned to Disney's Port Orleans Resort. I didn't know they left. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got tired. They went home taking a nap. Yeah. Uh, the Santa Claus uh, meet and greet at the Magic Kingdom uh, began last week. So they have a Santa in the Magic Kingdom, a Santa in the studios, and a Santa at Disney Springs. Interesting. The one no at love. the studios looks fantastic. There's no love for Epcot or Animal Kingdom? It does not seem so. Oh, that's sad. And last but not least, in a very interesting story. Oh, my God. Uh, I've heard both versions of this story. So JJ uh, revealed that the script for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, uh, was being sold on eBay. Yep. I like John Bodega's story a little bit better. He said uh, he was moving. He left his apartment. Uh, somebody went to clean it and found uh, his script underneath the bed. The woman, uh, I think he said it was a woman, didn't know what it was, gave it to a friend. The friend really didn't know what they had and put the script on eBay for $85. And Disney trolling eBay found it, luckily, and bought it for $85. Now, the funny part of the story is when they give a script to a cast member, they watermark that script with the person's name. So every page has jump and take it, jump and take it, jump and take it, jump and take it. So he said he got a call from Kathleen Kennedy and Bob Iger about uh, <laughs> securing his assets a little bit better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm shocked that he's, yes, well, he was yes, on Bob. it. Yes, Bob. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Yes, Won't Kathleen. I... Very sorry. <laughs> Very, very sorry. It won't happen again. Uh, I saw him on like Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel yeah, or something, yeah. clip show, and they were talking about, uh, you know, can you give us any any secrets? He was like, yeah, no, I'm in enough trouble. And I didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. And then you filled me in on that story. I was like, oh, yeah. whoopsie. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was, it was pretty. It was, I like his version of the story better. JJ kind of brushes over who was, what happened. Well, JJ's not wanting to sell anybody under the river. And yeah. I, yeah, I, get I get that. Yeah, I get that. That's a smart yeah. move. Yeah. You don't want to go, but, oh, uh, who's stupid John? He left the script in his house. Well, yeah. John, yeah. You have to be very cautious on some yeah. of that stuff. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, right. end the show and we'll do our quick tri- trivia. Okie dokie. Uh, guys, we want to make sure that you come find us over on DisneyParksPodcast.com. That's where we have our show archives, our blog posts, all that kind of stuff. You can check it there. Plus, we have links to our amazing friends and sponsors like Destinations to Travel. Make sure that you fill out that form at DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two travel. Uh, book travel between now and January 2020. And if you book and we confirm it, everything's copacetic. You could win a set of amazing American Tourist or Mickey Mouse luggage. We also want to make sure that you come find us over at Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, all at Disney Parks Podcast and Disney Podcast or on the Twitter. Uh, if you like the show, want to help support us, go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. And like we always say, if we don't see you, 
in the park. Uh, we don't see you online or in the Disney Plus app. We'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. All right, Tay. All right, so John's going to keep his eye on the chat. Oh, Oh, I am? Yeah. Okay, I'm keeping an eye on the chat. Hang on. And stop it. Oh, dang it. That didn't work either. (laughs) Keep an eye on the chat, boss. Hang on. Give me one second. I'd already closed that thing out. I was not paying attention. Uh, Uh, So I'm going to ask one question. Uh, The first person in the chat with the correct answer. Uh, will win a, a nice ceramic Epcot mug. Uh, what can you have the mug there? Can we see it? I do not. It is downstairs, all bubble wrapped, ready to be shipped. Oh, okay. Hang trust on. me, it's nice, and trust me, you'll want one. <laughs> I want one. Uh, okay, I am. Hang on, I'm almost there. I'm almost. I'm almost one hundred percent. I'm on the page. I've got the chat called up. I'm so glad we got our camera thing fixed because I look very good. You look good. You look marvelous. You, you look marvelous. I miss that right. shit. Uh, I think I'm in the right spot. Uh, go ahead, hit it. All right, get your uh, Googles out. You ready? Google. Yep, Google. Which sci-fi writer did Walt Disney meet? To assist with the design of Spaceship Earth in Epcot. Oh, gee, I know where you got this one from. Look, either Google it or go watch the Imagineering show right now. I kind of like the uh, Facebook uh, commercial with the Muppets. <laughs> they have like a, I think like two versions, one with Adler and Stadler. Yeah. Uh, kind of driving and then the others with the uh, Kermit and Fozzie. Oh, Jennifer Gentry Bates has got it. All right, Jennifer. Good job. Uh, I can send you the mug or I can give it to you. You can tell me uh, which way you want it. <laughs> Any way you want it. That's the Any way you way it. That's, That's the way you want it. Uh, Fele had it next. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. Very, very good, though. The answer was Ray Bradbury. Correct. Uh, I love in the Imagineering uh, t- uh, the, the Disney Plus show mm. where he talks about it, and it's actually Ray talking. Right. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Thomas said Harlan Edison. Mm. Harlan Edison. Yeah. I I don't know if that's uh I, I don't know if that's correct. I know it's no. Ray Bradbury. It is Ray Bradbury. Yeah. You know, considering that Harlan uh well my, he might have done it. All right. That's good. <laughs> All right, anything else? I got nothing. 
All right, guys. Thanks so much for uh, for being a part of the show. And we'll get these shows posted up later on this week. Other than that, like I said, if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parkies. All right. See you all. Thanks.